Yep, I'm here hosting an episode of Not Your Ordinary Coach with Chet Hirani. In today's episode, we have a special guest, Susanna Romansova. She's a diversity and inclusion strategist with experience in equality, team dynamics, cross-cultural communications, community involvement, and international business development for IKEA in Poland. And today we'll be speaking to us about what does equality, diversity, and inclusion mean and what needs to be done. So welcome, Susanna, for being part of the show. Thank you for having me, Chad. You're welcome. I'm so looking forward to this show. It's going to be awesome, guys. So before we kick off, Susanna, why don't you tell us about yourself and give our listeners some background to who you are? Sure. Um, my name is Susanna Romantova. Uh, I work as a quality diversity and inclusion leader for IKEA Poland. And I usually like to introduce myself, uh, sharing IKEA vision of creating better lives for the many people. So mm-hmm. this is actually what I do on a daily basis, creating the better lives for the many people. Uh, besides that, uh, I also run diversity and inclusion strategy for IKEA Poland, and I've been in this role for already two years. So basically I'm responsible for putting the glances of diversity and inclusion in everything we do. That means our approach to co-workers, to our business, and also to society. So it's extremely interesting, fascinating, and yet challenging job of mine yes i bet it's challenging especially i mean you're doing it within the organization but then also sending that message out to everybody else out there as well about what this is um this is such a huge topic there's so much going on about it um and i am really really looking forward to listening to what your views and how things can be done and changed and what can still continue being doing and especially our listeners for everybody out there doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman child, whatever, um, you will always get some value out of this topic, that's for sure. So let's kick off. So tell me, Susanna, what motivates and drives you to do what, to, to actually what you're doing? That's, that's a very interesting question, and it's a very complicated one. Go for it. <laughs> actually, there are two aspects, and they're different. Um, in terms of motivation, I would say this is the meaningfulness of my work. This is the way I feel about uh, doing and implementing programs and improvements because it gives you the feeling that it all makes sense. And this is my source of motivation. And this is also something which is tightly connected to my personal values. Mm-hmm. And so this, this actually is the foundation. Uh, the second thing about drivers, because it's a bit different here, I would say there are two. The first one is this feeling of accomplishment, which is really hard to get when you're responsible for such important, challenging, and revolutionary topic. Yeah. Uh, so you have to really wait and plan and be patient to get this feeling of accomplishment, but it drives you a lot. And the second one is the feedback that you eventually get from people whose lives you're changing with with all those things you do at work. So I would say there are like those key elements that really gives purpose and and meaning. Amazing. That is, and especially when you said about the drive, 
it's like doing something um, and not you, you don't know when it's going to stop because this is not going to stop. This will continue and it'll just keep evolving. And as it keeps evolving, you're going to always see accomplishments on the, along the way um, by doing what you're doing, by helping other people. And in seeing that is such a massive reward where it's like, well, I'm making a difference. I'm having an impact, um, whether it's within your own organization or whether it's outside in the world through all these social media aspects. So that is that is superb. I mean, yeah, I love that. Um, so moving on from that one. So you, you describe what motivates and drives you with the purpose of what you're doing. Um, there's a question that I always ask all my guests that come on the show, um, and it could be the most outrageous one. It could be a personal one. It could be anything you want. It's like, what would you say is your superpower? Um, I would say it's achieving great results with limited resources. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I believe this might resonate uh, with many DNI professionals in the world because due to the fact that this field is quite new, yeah. still are not getting enough recognition, not only in our but uh, in the society as a whole. So our resources are limited, but our ambitions are very high. So basically what we do, and to some extent is also my superpower, I would say, is getting it done, having very little behind it as as your resource. But if you're passionate about that, and this, you you, you cannot work in DNI if you're not passionate, it's just impossible. So right. when you are, you're really able to, to make it happen. Wow. So does that mean, so when you say there is not enough resources, does that mean there's not enough people that actually understand it? Or is it because it's a, such a new um, area in organizations and, 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 and out there in society that people don't quite understand what it is, hence why there's not many people. And because of that, then there's not much support and resource there for individuals that actually want to push it forward. Is that, how, is that what you mean in that sense? This is the part of it. Yeah. The second part, it's still a long way ahead of us to explain how high priority is. Mm-hmm. If you're not in, within the company or society, you're not fully understanding the priority of this topic, obviously you invest in class. You invest yeah. less time, financially, vice, and also people resources. So on one hand... This is this understanding that it's much more demanding and complex. So you need to get much more support, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, that this is a business priority. So you really have to focus and invest. And there is definitely a return of that investment. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. No, that's brilliant. Yeah. So then um, speaking of sort of diversity, what would you say are like five key areas of diversity? Formally, there yeah. are five, as you, as you mentioned, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, gender, age, sexual orientation, race and ethnicity, and finally, uh, physical ability, physical or mental ability. And this is how we approach diversity and inclusion uh, in, in companies. But in fact, there is one key dimension of diversity, okay. yeah, which is intersectionality. Right, okay. Yeah, and this is quite new new topic in a sense, but I believe this is the foundation of diversity inclusion itself. Intersectionality basically describes how all of those different dimensions 
define your identity and your personality. Right. If we stick only to those five and we perceive a person through her or his gender or sexual orientation only, this is too, too white. You cannot really define the needs of that person. Okay. And basically those, the international intersectionality approach uh, gives you this feeling of complexity that, for example, in my case, being a woman, this is one thing, but also my age, my family status, my education, my professional background, this all in composition defines me. So there are five, but basically I think we all had it to intersectionality. Right. Okay. So the five, the, the five there are the most common where people will know if someone was to ask, I mean, hence why I asked you as well, um, is that those five key areas are what people perceive as what equals to diversity. But what you're saying is that there's always going to, there's, there is an alt, a, a basic foundation, which, what do you say was inter? Intersectionality. It's, intersectionality. Okay, that's great. It's a long yeah. word. Yeah, it's a long word. I, I was going to say intersection or something, but inter, yeah, remind, rem, remember it as intersection and then call it ineality at the end of it, right? So intersectionality, right? <laughs> but it's 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 interesting um how you where you said that i mean with with um with that with that basic foundation is that something that more and more people are becoming aware of uh i would say we're at the very beginning of okay. becoming aware of that because mm -hmm. it's a fresh concept and especially it's a fresh concept in the workplace there is still a lack of knowledge and there is still a lack of research behind this topic. Mm -hmm. We are at the very, very beginning of understanding and integrating that. And what fascinates me about intersectionality, because from one hand, it gives you a wider, deeper, and much more complex view of identity. But on the other hand, it might also serve as a great tool for your business. Because if you would communicate your business, your services, your products, having those glances of intersectionality, you can really reach every customer you want. Brilliant. This is, this is extremely fascinating, it? and still under-researched under and underdeveloped. Wow, wow. So maybe you should get started on this research then, huh? That's ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be part of it. Have, have some sort of say in it do start 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 it somewhere i mean it's always good i mean never say never again right so there's always going to be evolution exactly. there's going to be something that you can um, improve on oh that's brilliant i mean i'm going to remember that word now um and i'll put that on the title of this podcast as well it's going to be it's going to be great um so um i guess obviously the listeners understand the passion that's there for you from the whole diversity inclusion equality um so why is it so important, maybe to yourself and outside in industries? For me, it's a very complicated question mm -hmm. because when you like, I'm working inside the topic, for, yeah. so for me, it's so obvious that it's so <laughs> important. And then you have to really reflect why it's important. So I would say there are a few aspects. First of all, diversity is the fact. It's not something new. It's something that has always been with us at the society and it resides in every one of us. So 
So it's so basic. The second thing is that inclusion in itself, it's rather a basic human right. And we have to perceive it as such. Rights to be treated equally, to be welcome in the workplace or in society, and to get all possible resources for belonging. So for me, this is like just the, the, the human right here. The third aspect of this, of this importance is the business drive, I would say, because DNI is also extremely rewarding in terms of business. Yeah. It helps you to better communicate your, 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 your products or your services. It also helps you to better understand your clients, to be much more innovative, mm -hmm. much more productive, much more engaged. So this is win-win. Yeah. And unfortunately, not all the companies yet fully realize it, that this is such a powerful force uh, behind the topic. And finally, I would say that it's something that can really bring a deep and profound change to our society. So that's this great, yeah. That makes us better people, in a way. Yeah, it does. It does make a make everybody a better person, especially like um, you said, organizations are like um, ones who have not sort of adapted to this. Um, how sort of even from a from a business perspective, how 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 great it is for them. It's 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 not just um, from a profitability side of things for business. It's just the overall culture as well within an organization. How things can sort of shift to become so much better for people. Um, and it has that whole, the other side of things like the whole emotional well-being, um, mental well-being, it has this whole impact there as well, which improves everything, can has a nice sort of balance to it all. So it's interesting how a lot of this is all tied in together as well. But don't you think that this is genius, that you have one thing that really addresses the needs of your employees? Yeah. of your business and of the society the only thing we need is to do it wisely <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> it's, it's interesting you say yeah doing something like that doing it wisely makes a whole new impact and changes everything um yeah. again the word doing things wisely it's like you talk about this pandemic out here as well people need to do something wisely to actually allow it to sort of um, disappear or get get better in control where people then can actually start living and going into offices or meeting friends etc and getting at that and that that's a big that's a big thing right because that's going to help all of this as well yeah. sure yeah oh no that's 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 awesome so with the whole i mean you we've we've discussed the the key areas and the foundation as well as um why it's so important um what I mean, what what needs to be done more for DNI and equality? I think we need to come up with a shared language in okay. regard to diversity and inclusion, mm -hmm. because there is it's extremely hard to find a single definition, but words have tremendous power, so we have to support this awareness in a sense, by building together this shared language yeah. and promoting this language. So this is something I do on LinkedIn as well, sharing yeah. this language, explaining the concepts. And this explanation of the concepts, I try to find in research. So that would be evidence-based. So awareness and shared language would be the, the first thing. 
Uh, the second one, I believe, is communication, that we really need to have honest conversations. Yes. What it means to be included, but as well what it means to be excluded. Because sometimes, quite often, we avoid those tough ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there will never be any progress made until we honestly say and claim that we know nothing about the experiences of marginalized groups and people who feel excluded on a daily basis. So honesty here in terms of communication is, is extremely important and it's tightly related to courage. So to stand up, to take the lead, be diversity and inclusion promoter in a mm -hmm. sense, yeah. drives a great change. So you can integrate all those behaviors, micro-inclusions yes. in your behaviors and share them, talk more about them, support those who talk about them. So this is very easy, but it has tremendous impact, I must say. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, when you talk about sort of the communication and speak about it, having the courage of doing it, doing it, you're going to have people who sort of don't understand and don't get you and say, like, what the hell is she talking about? But you're there to educate them, to teach them along the way as well. Um, and there will be there will be a moment in people's lives where they'll be like, oh, now I understand what this what this means. But then, I mean, I'm a huge supporter of you as well on LinkedIn and mm -hmm. now meeting you as well. And for you listeners out there, if you you got to go into LinkedIn, if you're interested in this topic and want to know more, definitely, definitely LinkedIn is the place to go and um, view and read Susanna's post, her articles that she sends out. Um, are amazing she's also been nominated one of the top influences on LinkedIn as well which is which is a great thing especially in what she's doing um, so on that note um, Susanna um, if you had a message to send out to other listeners what would it what would it be I would like to say two things the first one would be that if you have a feeling that something is right because millions of people do think and practice mm -hmm. it as something which is right. This is a fundamental logical problem here because yeah. millions of people may be wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of diversity and inclusion, this is 100% true that what our society has been doing before in most of the, in most of the cases was wrong. So you might be that change maker here and try to challenge and question those, those things you think are just, you know, day-to-day -day practices. This is the one thing. And the second one, uh, those are the words of Nelson Mandela, which I repeat to myself probably on the daily basis, which is uh, everything seems impossible until it's done. Nice. And this is so powerful and this is so supporting for me that actually, yeah, we are able to truly bring this change. We just need to do it. Lovely, lovely. So there you have it, guys. So the Nelson Mandela quote, can you just repeat that again for us, please, um, Susanna? Uh, everything seems impossible until it's done. 
there you are guys um that's such a such a powerful quote from such a great person as well um that's that's brilliant um so where can people go and find more about you and exactly what you do as well where's the best place for, for them to reach out to you lincoln for sure yeah <laughs> database <laughs> it is that's where we met right yeah so linkedin yeah absolutely so um linkedin um it's uh, your name on linkedin as well so there's no difference there yes um that that's awesome i mean thank you thank you very much um for 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 sharing all that value um i hope the listeners really got took a lot from it um i sure as hell did take a lot from it things you've just shared with me that i didn't know um and taken back from it and i'm going to continuously support everything that you do um and just build build on it as we've as we've as as we've been discussing Um, Chad, thank you. Thank you so much for that. And I just wanted to add that yeah. everything you've been saying mm-hmm. and I've been doing, this is an example of this inclusive leadership. Oh, that's and brilliant. You might be a great role model for listeners in terms oh. of how they can support the topic and move it forward. So oh. thank you. No, no, no. You're welcome. You're welcome. And this is probably going to not probably going to be the first, the last time that you're going to be on this show. I will be calling you back as well to share some new things, especially on your research as well. If you start doing something like that, you never know. Right. Okay. Good stuff. So on that note, thank you again for being part of the show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget, leave a comment or email me at getintouchatnotyourordinarycoach.com. That's getintouchatnotyourordinarycoach.com. And most importantly, download and subscribe to the show. See you all on the next episode of Not Your Ordinary Coach with Chet Hirani. And one other thing before I forget is one thing to remember. Version one is better than version none. <laughs>